0: Hey everybody, Allie Martin, visibility expert here, and I'm going to share with you the lessons that I learned from the first half of 2022. Now that we've put that behind us, I want to reflect on that, see where I went, right? Where I went wrong, and I want to share all those lessons with you. So stay tuned. You're listening to Selfish. This is where we bring self-care and bravery together to encourage you to follow your dreams. Here is your host, your favorite selfish enthusiast, Allie Hembree-Martin. All right, so let's dive in. We are now halfway through 2022, which is mind-blowing, but I wanted to take this opportunity to look back and see what are some lessons that I've learned over the last half of a year and be able to share some of those with you. I want to hear your feedback, though, from from this. Um, do you feel like you've learned similar lessons? These are applying to your business as well, or do you have some to share with me? I'd love to hear them. The very first one that I want to share is called Doing Your Money Map. Now, I learned about a money map from my coach, Rachel Peterson, and she really likes to dive into this idea of laying out the month ahead, laying out the... Um, contracts, the commitments that you already have, and determining how much money you will make, even down to a daily amount, and then determining what other amount of money you need to bring in to reach your goal for that month, and then writing it down, committing to it, and making it happen. So I did somewhat of this. I determined what I wanted my yearly goal to be, and it really scared me but I broke it down into quarterly goals and then even further into monthly goals. And that actually made it a lot more obtainable. And um, I took it even further than that because just like claiming a number doesn't mean that it's gonna happen, is I really looked at how many clients I would have to bring on at a certain rate to hit that number. And then on the flip side, what additional team members I would need to bring on in order to service and work with those clients at the highest level possible so that we are providing premier customer service. Um, So with that, so far, I have laid out what my quarterly goals were and my monthly goals, and I have hit all of those so far. So my biggest lesson, the reason why I have listed this number one is because I'm blown away by this. I knew it worked, others in um, Rachel's program, I'll talk about how it like delivers month after month, but I don't know. I, maybe I'm just more of those, like, does manifestation really work? Um, and I don't really know that this is manifestation. I really do think it, there is a power in committing to a goal and actualizing that and then Real, realizing how that can be a possibility and how you can make that a reality. Um, you know, I'm such a big planner. You hear me talk all the time about kind of working backwards, you know, setting your goal, setting that end date and then working backwards and what needs to happen between now and then. And I really feel like that was kind of what we did by determining our quarterly goals, determining our monthly goals and then determining what services needed to be provided and even sometimes products with our digital products. Uh, What needed to be provided during that time so that we could achieve these goals. And I am just so pleased that we have hit those goals thus far in 2022. The second lesson that I've learned is goal setting. Now with goal setting, uh, this is beyond that financial goal. This is really those metrics that matter. So what are those metrics that bring in customers for you? So I actually, time and time again, get people that reach out to me and said, I saw your video on TikTok. TikTok is a great uh, lead generation tool for me. So I put time and attention into TikTok every single day. And that is a metric that I'm tracking. And I am able to see that growth week after week. My team and I, we sit down on Fridays and we put in all of our metrics. And so we can track that on a spreadsheet. Um, But we also track that month to month and quarter to quarter to say, this is where we wanna be at this point to really get to those numbers where we are seeing growth. And we're saying, this is working. So we're putting time and energy into this. If it wasn't working, if it wasn't growing, We're either doing something wrong or it's really not as important as we think it is. Um, But some of the other metrics that I measure are email list subscribers. So this really determines on the amount of freebies that I'm putting out there in the world. So am I putting value out there that people are finding to be so valuable that they're willing to trade their email address to get that download? Um, Instagram, that is still a very powerful tool for me. I really love utilizing Instagram stories. I love the interaction, the engagement that can happen there. As I mentioned, TikTok, really powerful tool to allow cold audience that have never heard of you before to discover you just in a matter of a day. And then of course, YouTube and podcasts. Um, that is uh, an area that I love being able to share value with you all here and, um, and tracking the subscribers um, for both of those platforms as well. So really, with goal setting, you know, I think it, it is a little bit more in depth than just saying, "I want to reach 10,000 followers by the end of the year." It is being realistic, looking at what your growth is so far, and then saying, "Do I have room to give more there? Can I, do I have more room in my schedule to be posting more to TikTok? If not," then looking at your growth rate right now is probably realistic for what it's gonna look like in the future. But if you can commit to doubling your output on TikTok, then you can almost guarantee that that growth rate is gonna double as well. That's not always the case with every platform, but with a platform like TikTok that does have so much growth potential, um, it is the case right now. So really being realistic, again, with your goal setting, but making those realistic goals, setting them, putting them in front of your team, putting them in front of your face every day, every week, so that you can uh, really reach those goals. And I'm just so pleased at the growth that we've had across all of these metrics that matter in fame and fortunes business. The third lesson that I have learned is to always be learning. (laughs) I love business books. Um, I think that is uh, evident by the fact that The VIP Accelerator program includes business books for everyone. I send those out every month. We work through them together because I love business books so much. I would order them every time somebody would recommend one. I'd add it to my Amazon cart. I'd push push purchase, I'd get it, I'd stick it on my desk and then I wouldn't read it. I would just stare at it. So I finally said, How am I going to read through all these business books that I know I need to be reading, but I just haven't done it yet? And that was really when this idea of I will add a business book component into this group coaching program uh, just made so much sense. So um, I really do enjoy the lessons and the learning that can come along with reading business books. But aside from that, there are so many good courses out there, um, even many courses that you'll see for under $50. Um, really this idea of committing to something that you want to focus on in your business, finding a good course that people recommend and sticking with that. Um, I took Brandy Mao's Conversion for Clients course gosh, I think it was about two years ago. And um, this was specifically to teach individuals how to be Facebook ad strategists and that really running ads for clients. Um, I actually knew I didn't want to do that, but I wanted to understand the Facebook ad world even better. And I think this course was the perfect way to to show me how to do that Um, because it did kind of add in a little bit more of that Uh, customer service and how you troubleshoot issues and how you work through them uh, along with kind of giving you the basics and the advanced skills of uh, how to work through a Facebook ad account. And I think that skill can be so um, can be transferred across so many different platforms like the TikToks of the world, the YouTubes of the world, um, where you can run ads on all these other platforms. They are very similar across the board, but some of that language I had never heard of before. So whenever I was hearing what's the difference between an audience and an ad account and campaign, and why do I have to name this three different times? I just wanna run an ad. um, That really uh, allowed me to um, build those skills, feel confident in this area, Again, not so much so that I could do it as a service, but just so that I understood it in this world and could use it for my own benefit, Uh, but I do use it for clients uh, from time to time as well. So really uh, uh, addressing where you feel like you have these dips, where you feel like you're lacking and finding areas where you can grow. Um, that is going to be a big focus for me at the end of 2022 is determining where those dips are in my business and finding courses, finding resources, um, finding mentors and educators that can build me up in those areas. Um, Because if I don't seek them out, no one else is going to seek it out for me. You know, when we're our own business owners, we're the ones in charge of whether we grow or not. There is no boss telling us, uh, hey, what about your professional development for the year? So I'm really trying to think about this if, as if I was in a corporate environment where they would have a budget for professional development and give me that opportunity to take a day or two to go to a conference. Um, I'm doing that for myself in this business. And then finally, working with a coach. This lesson, I cannot speak highly enough. Uh, Again, I work with Rachel Peterson, who is known as the social media queen. She is connected with so many of the big players in this online business world, and I'm so grateful for her guidance, her mentorship, and I truly feel like working with a coach is summed up in the phrase, I don't know what I don't know. So uh, when a lot of times people will reach out to me and say, why should I work with a coach? Um, It that question is really hard to describe to somebody because I can't tell you what you're going to learn because I don't know what you don't know. But you also don't know what you don't know. And whenever you can get in this community with other like minded individuals, individuals that are doing similar things than you, Um, it really builds these questions that come up that you go, oh gosh, these are the people I need to ask. And I have just been so grateful that anything and everything that's come up where I go, I have no idea how to deal with this, or I've never even had to think about this before. I go and run and ask my mentors community, what they would suggest. And likewise with the VIP Accelerator community, so many of the women have said the same to me Is you know, the women in this community that allow them to kind of bounce ideas off of each other, that's really where they feel the, um, the electricity in being a part of a mentorship program uh, with a group. Um, you do have access to coaches like me, twenty four seven to where i just this week i've gotten on with two of my ladies on zoom calls and i've uh actually this was so cool we i took over control of their screen via zoom. Um, you can remote access their computer and click through. And I was able to give them tutorials on their own computer, on their own screen, with their software, um, and show them how to build these email automations so that whenever we are delivering our freebies, those go out automatically along with emails on the back end. So we were able to build those um, live together. And I did two of those this week. So that's really the power of having a coach is when you get to something where you go, I don't know how to do this. Could you spend hours on YouTube and research it and figure it out yourself? Probably. I will say there, I've definitely done that. (laughs) I want to pull my hair out most of the time. Or you can get in your community and you can say, can somebody help me? Or Allie, can you help me? And we will get the answers for you right then and there. And you don't have to uh, try to second guess yourself or um, write that on your list and never get around to it. Because again, I've done that, been there, been there, done that before. So um, these are really the four lessons that I feel have really served me in the first half of 2022. I'm anxious to see what all of 2022 brings and uh, what other lessons that I've learned and can share with you in the meantime. As I said at the beginning, I would love to hear your feedback. Do these lessons resonate with you? Do you feel like they are aligned with what you've seen in your business so far this year? And if not, I would love to hear what lessons you have seen and what you have learned. Um, And maybe we can learn from each other. So hope this was helpful. Can't wait to talk with you all soon. Bye for now. Like what you just heard? Visit us at SelfishThePodcast.com. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes today.